Welcome to this episode of Math Perspectives Table Talk featuring Kathy Richardson. Today she is joined by co-author of Number Talks in the Primary Classroom, Sue Dolphin. They will be discussing doing the right thing for students. To watch the accompanying video, please visit youtube.com forward slash math perspectives. All this information can be found in the show notes of this episode. There will also be information regarding the books and resources discussed, summer 2023 open enrollment courses available, and how to get in contact with Math Perspectives for setting up professional development for educators of pre-K through 5 mathematics in the show notes as well. New YouTube and podcast episodes will be airing monthly, and Kathy would love to hear from you. Email info, I-N-F-O, at mathperspectives.com to ask Kathy a question and it could be aired in the episode. Now pull up a chair to the table and let's get started. Always in education since I've been in it, we've had contradictory policies. Mm -hmm. We have to do this and we have to do this and they don't even go together. Right. It's always been kind of crazy, but you can ignore some of it. Yeah, and that's when harder and harder. In. Even if I think about a math program when I first started teaching yeah. versus the ones today, yeah, it was very turn the page-ish. The teacher was expected to do the work that goes along with right. it. It wasn't like, here's your 70-minute block all laid out for oh, you. Yeah. It was, here's the concept and here's some problems, and then you figure out the rest. And now right. it's, we don't think you can do anything. Right. You don't know anything. So here's it laid out every minute by minute by minute. Three minutes on this, five minutes on this, 20 minutes on this. Then there's no minutes to do anything that you think is right. right. With the old program, you had some teacher autonomy to do what you knew was okay Could with you, kids. Like, what if is adopted and it's mandated, but I don't do it? What happened to me? I think it sometimes depends on your administrator. Some of the schools I work at, the administrators, they talk about using with fidelity, and sometimes they talk about using with integrity. And if it's with integrity, then I have to take in the account of my mm -hmm. students and not just turn the, the page, program. just do the program. Like I said, I tried to find a way of doing the Sullivan reading and the Sullivan math, and I had to do it, but by minimizing it. They never would do full-time. They right. never would from day one. Enough to get by. I always thought of it as getting, keeping the person who has to turn in to the office, mm -hmm. whatever they had to report. What they had to say. To give them, you know. I was talking with this one third grade teacher. She has to do it every day. She has these stations. They're not great at all. <laughs> but you could have one out at your stations and say, yep, we do it every day. Yeah. Here it is. It's, it, right. it's always right here. The rest. And the rest is good stuff. The kids will probably never go to that station because it's boring. Mm -hmm. It doesn't yeah. ask them I to think. I think there are just... ways around it, but I don't. I wonder if there really still are. I know that I would still, in spite of being scared and all that and shy in those days, I would have to be in trouble. What do teachers need to know in order for them to flip the switch and get rid of that mindset that something bad's going to happen to them? What needs to empower them or what knowledge do they need to have or what resources do they need to have that's like that gives them the autonomy yeah. and the confidence to listen to their students and do what they know is right? There's no sense of responsibility. The responsibility is to do what the school says and we've lost academic freedom, we've lost autonomy. So how do we change that is what your question is. I think part of it is having enough experiences and learning yourself as a teacher, whether it's professional development or whatever it is, that you feel so confident and so sure about what you're doing yeah. is right for kids that you can't do anything else. Right, exactly. You can give me that, okay, I'll fit it in, but I can't not do what I know is right, right, right. once I yes. know for sure, so much so that you can't convince me otherwise. And sometimes I've heard people say when I've gone into a district, it says, I knew this was right. I just needed to be reminded that it really was. Mm -hmm. Because you do lose your ground and you think, 
if everybody else in the world is telling me to do this, why are my kids not being able right. to do it? Why? I must be bad. Sometimes you do need just some support. There also is the reality of, you know, like if a teacher isn't at developmentally at the level in terms of feeling like they can have opinion uh, until they're there, they sometimes can't just go in and do the right thing right. in spite of what the district says. I think, too, what some, some teachers are missing is the opportunity to go into a classroom where those good things are happening yeah. and to see what it looks like when kids are engaged right. and not just being compliant when you see like there aren't behavior problems yes yeah there are some I mean, smaller behavior but, but overall the kids are engaged and they're busy okay. doing the work that they need to be doing because they it's meaningful enjoyable they're learning something from it and it's at their level oh, it's yeah. challenging but possible when it's set up so every kid has access at their level that's engagement versus mm -hmm. walking into a classroom where everybody's sitting like this waiting for the teacher to tell them when yeah. to move their cubes and that's different but if you don't if you haven't had the chance to see that happening then you don't know it's possible. So there's a certain level of common sense that we've lost. There's no belief that I know you haven't had this research study or that or this is this policy or whatever. It's people know a lot more than they act on as teachers just because they treat they would treat their child differently. Yes. They would know common sense about some things, but they don't think they're allowed to think or use common sense. I believe that there's good educators, I think there's good principals, mm -hmm. I think there's good teachers. I, I think that we are losing good teachers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And let's face it, when you're it's your first year of doing anything, you're not as confident, you don't have experience. Right. And when you have a bunch of new, brand new teachers, they don't have the strength to know how to stand up. The older teachers that have been around for a long time and were good teachers, they just got tired and they've, and they've left. So what can the average teacher do now that it's changed, now that there's yeah. so many forces against the average teacher, since it was easier back in the day just yeah. to talk to your principal, what does the average teacher do now? I think the average teacher has to be willing to keep learning, watching their children, learning from their kids, and trying out things and be willing to say, this doesn't work. What can I do to help my kids? And even when you don't know, talk to people who, who do know. I guess it's kind of keep fighting for your kids. The more you learn, the more you know, and the more, if you know the right things, you can't not do that. Yeah. No matter what they tell you. One year that I was in the classroom, we did have a program. Most of the time I didn't have to use it, but my principal said I need to see Blossom. I was like, okay. And then I, I wrote up the whole thing about what I did differently than the lesson itself. I said, here's the oh, yeah. basic lesson. I did it, but here's what I did differently. And it was basically what the directions were, have two baskets and then have the kids write that you have five apples in this basket and zero apples in this basket. Write it down. Then let's move one apple over here. Now what do we have? Four apples in this basket, one apple in this basket, and then on and on. But it's all teacher directed. So I explained to the principal that I want all my kids to have apples and baskets, which would be just some cubes, mm -hmm. and find all the ways that they could put apples in two different baskets. So they're all working on their yeah. trying different ways. Then when you come back together, we can chart the different yeah. ways. They may have a different way that you don't see up here yet. And they got to the same thing, mm, but right. the kids were engaged. They were doing the work instead of me doing the work and them copying. Right, and there's no way for them to right. think about what's happening. Or and there's this idea that if, if I'm telling you and you do it, then you're going to learn it. No. Instead of you doing it, you learn it. I had a principal who was like, oh, that's way better. Most principals are reasonable. And if you said, when you come in, I'm, you're watching this lesson or whatever, this is the part I'm not doing because it doesn't make sense, and here's what I'm doing instead, just seeing that engagement. And also the conviction of like, this yeah. does not make sense, I'm yes. doing it this way, yeah. yes. let me show you. Please visit the show notes for all the discussed books and resources, as well as information regarding summer 2023 professional development for educators of pre-K through 5 mathematics. If you would like to watch the accompanying video, please visit youtube.com forward slash math 
perspectives. If you would like to submit a question to Kathy, please email info, I-N-F-O, at mathperspectives.com, and it could be aired in an episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Math Perspectives Table Talk, featuring Kathy Richardson with special guest Sue Dolphin. New episodes in video and podcast form will be airing monthly on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. Copyright 2023 by Math Perspectives. All rights reserved. No part of this video, audio, or publication may be reproduced or transmitted in any form or by any means, electronic or mechanical, including screen or audio recording, photocopy, or any information storage or retrieval system without permission from the publisher. Thank you for your support of the rights of the authors and Math Perspectives. Unifix is a registered trademark of Philip and Tacey LTD, used with permission of Didax Incorporated, Raleigh, Massachusetts, USA. Every effort has been made to contact copyright holders for permission to reproduce borrowed material. We regret any oversight that may have occurred and will be pleased to rectify them in subsequent reprints of the work.